Episode 50 of Inside Jogging Podcast. Massive week coming at you, partly because it's more than a week of content as we include Bank Holiday Mondays racing from Vitality 10,000. Uh, we'll also talk through some big road 5Ks from Cheshire, from Battersea and Cardiff. And there's some racing from the States to, to cover. In a week that saw Heinz unveil HM Source to mark the Platinum Jubilee, let me welcome to the podcast, the king of the podcast this week's show, Matt Clowes. Are you are you around, Matt? Or are you still moving around? He's not gonna be around, is he? Well, hello. He's uh I thought you weren't gonna introduce me first because I was just getting a yogurt out the fridge. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Apologies. I did introduce you first. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Um yeah, I'm all good. Uh school night recording tonight. Yeah. It's it's a bit delayed, but it'll be good. Um, I suppose go back to talking things that are a little bit saucy. Let me welcome my other co-host of the show, the man who loves to bang his easy days. How's your week been, Josh? Yeah, it's been good actually. It's been a bit, um, a bit I felt a bit tired from uh, just I had a lot on, so socially more so. Just a busy life. It, it feels like, yeah, very much feels socially. Like that. What's that going to student ads? I went on a no, I had a work conference and. I just knackered. I literally knackered. I just fell asleep, like laying on my bed. But what is student like night like these days? <laughs> um, to be fair, I didn't stay very long. Any good tunes? Um, no. Oh, you must feel so old. Nothing you appreciate. It's all this dance shit. No. Uh, do you know what? I actually can tell you. Yeah, I, I actually can, can tell you. Well, that good then. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, as you've started your build-up to Berlin, it seems already, can you talk us through Monday, Sunday? Yeah, let's do it. I'm, uh, I'm going to be a bit like Matt tonight. Can you tell me what the date is? I've had a bit of a mare, so I've just got back from a conference in London. Realised I've left my my phone and laptop charger there. So this is the... Josh, are you in a conference in London? Not right now. You've only mentioned it a couple of times. <laughs> right. You want to know the date of Monday? It was the be... 25th of April. Um, just for listeners, we're recording on Wednesday, which is my fault. But So that's why Josh is a bit confused. Yeah. Cool. So Wednesday morning. Uh, sorry, not Wednesday. Monday morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> show me. This show's um, going to go really so... well. Good start. Exactly. Strong. Um, so yeah, this is the basically on Monday. I seem to I'm sort of tr- still trying to get to grips with um, what a normal week looks like. So uh, I had two runs on Monday, so recovery 10k, so 6:47s for the first one, and then in the evening I basically did the same loop around 6:45s. Then Tuesday I had um, a progression run, so it was a bit of an easier progression. Um, and I think these are going to start to uh, build sort of week on week now. Um, so basically 20 minutes sort of easy and then 10 minutes at 540s, 10 minutes at 530s, 10 at 520s, 10 at 510s and 5 at 505s. 
um, and then 20 minutes easy. So that was the plan. Um, yeah, basically hit all of those. But I actually had the same same problem I had today. The first one was actually a little bit slow. Um, and I didn't feel really that good on these until I sort of get down to the 510s, sort of 5.5 range. Um, so it ended up going a little bit faster on the last one. I think got down to about 4.56. And um, so, yeah, that's pretty good. I, was this the run you were wearing your vape flies on? Or was that another one? Um, so two runs... Uh, yeah, so this was one of them. So that's for, for that pace from moving forward. I'm not going to wear flats. I'm just going to wear my sort of structures um, or Pegasus probably. Yeah, but you told me that the week before. So why did you wear vape flies? <laughs> no, I didn't. You did. I've got a message from you saying I've got this. Yeah, run. No, no. It's a structure type thing. Yeah, yeah. So that was no, no, it was definitely after because I, I spoke to Rob um, to sort of see if he had a preference on footwear. So it was definitely after that because it, it feel, was that that brought the conversation. It feels like this is a screenshot type moment that I'm gonna have to do. Yeah, um, yeah no, so I, I'm positive. This, this is your runs April the 26th. Yeah. Um, April the 25th. What's up? 10:59 from Josh Lund. Probs just wear structures. Ha ha. Oh yeah, but that's different. To, uh, on when I after I spoke to Rob, and we sort of said, yeah, we don't need to anymore. So that run, I, uh, I definitely didn't. And either later in the week, but yeah, moving forward, I will. And you're just rolling the whole way through that, you're not stopping. Yeah, anything. yeah. So, one, um, yeah, one thing he mentioned is basically because I think because of the progression starts quite slow, I think if you end up stopping and doing drills, you can end up sort of spanking the first ones and end up running too hard for those and then not hitting the, the times on the last one. So, just straight into it. So, that's probably why I felt a bit grim, sort of jumping straight down to. So I probably, then I go down to like sixes on the first 20 minutes and then it's a bit of a jump after that. Um, so yeah, so that was Tuesday night. Then Wednesday morning, got out nice and early with Tom. So uh, did just over 10 miles to 6.39s. Started running at six o'clock actually. That wasn't early. Um, then Tuesday, uh, sorry, Thursday. So at the moment, you know, so basically I'm just double, uh, single running. Um, so I've only, I've only got one double per week. Um, so yeah, so I had a steady, um, so 5k warm up, then just 45 minutes at, it's meant to be between 535 and 538s. Um, I think I had a question. Go on. A question. Um, as you are absolutely flying through this, um, I'm going to slow you down a little bit. <laughs> so, which I've tried to for quite some time. Um, so <laughs> Tuesday, so you did that session, was that in the evening? Yes. What time? 5.17. So you did that, what, how many miles are you did in total? Uh, 14 and a half. So you did 50 mile evening, and then the next morning at 6 a.m. you did 10 miles at um, sub sevens. Yeah. That's it. I'm Is that the question? That. It's just going to leave it. <laughs> <laughs> just do what that I was, it was, it. A, was that a double day or was that a single day? No, no, no. So many running singles at the minute. Um, yeah, I suppose it was six o'clock the only time to do that run on Wednesday. Yeah, I can run in the morning. Uh, I can run in the evening. So, yeah, I mean, pretty. I, my first mile was what? First mile was 7.20. And then before my house, it's, it's downhill. So, um, yeah, it's shooting night to get to your map. Wednesday night, it's big night. Uh, shooting you, uh, isn't it? <laughs> Wednesday after it's off. To be honest, to be honest, I felt so much better. Like, um, since I've been running a bit quicker, 
I actually feel like I'm running. So. Yeah, but on single yeah, days, so. you used to want to double. Or if you did double, you used to want to sit on the cross trade <laughs> for two hours as you double. Yeah, I, well, yeah. But He's a changed man. A lot, yeah. I'm a long way out from Berlin, so I just do what my training program is. Um, uh, so, yeah, Thursday. Yeah, so, Thursday, so yeah, 5K steady. Uh, sorry, 5K warm-up, 45 minutes steady. Um, so the block was about 5.34s. And annoyingly, I had my watch in K, so I was trying to calculate it in my head. Um, and then 3K warm down. So yeah, it's 13 miles in total. So your, um, over. your range there was very specific, right? 5.35 to 5.38. Um, yes. And I, I, I know I commented to say, well done, you did two miles in the range. Um, so... Do you know why it's that specific? Uh, no, to be honest. The thing is, as well, I didn't. I don't have auto lap on my watch, so I just keep it roughly in that. As long as it's roughly within that um, thing, because I realised I worked it out a little bit slow to start. So yeah, I so you ran, you ran like a a five forty five fifty, and then um, at one point well, you dropped down to a five twenty one. Yeah, that first mile is going to be a bit of warm up as well. Mm. No, no, this is um. So you did 5.51, then a 5.45, then you obviously realised it was a bit slow. Then you hit 5.38, yeah, yeah. then you went a bit quick, then you got it back, then you went quick. And you never yeah, 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 I mean, when, when I'm running like that, I, I have no idea what's that pace really I'm running. I just sort of, I'm looking at the, the overall lap split. Yeah, I just suppose, I wonder why it's so specific. Um, and uh, It's more the average, really. Okay. So what's the crap then? So is it a case of now you've got, what, how many weeks have you got till Berlin? Uh, 20 weeks, I believe. So you've got 20 weeks. So is it a case of now you've got like a 20-week block of it just <clears throat> essentially Rob's just building you up gradually just to get you into that sort of 10 to 12-week block? Or is it a case you're going to do, a, a, you know, a small block, do a bit of 5K, 10K specific? It sounds like he's basically just building you gradually for the marathon yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So basically I've got I think two more weeks of building after this. Um and then 10k specific stuff. Uh and then marathon specific stuff. Nice. So yeah, as I said, I it's, it's sort of 45 minutes sub threshold. It's nice to see you stick to sub threshold instead of spank it. So it's good. <laughs> um so yes, that was Thursday, then Friday. Um just just over eight miles at 647s. That was a uh, recovery run. Then uh, Saturday. So Saturdays, um, I've got hilly runs at the minute. Um, and there's no real specific pace on these. It's sort of, as I feel, I sort of as, as long as I'm sort of trying to work the hills a little bit. Um, yeah, nothing too specific. So um, basically went from my house. And the first sort of, we basically get two miles pretty much straight uphill from my house. Um, and then that actually ended up being quicker than probably what I thought I would end up running um so sort of started 635 and again it's it's kind of um yeah very much on fail so as soon as you start running downhill and you're not sort of jogging you end up getting a little bit quick so that was 551 average and actually that was a really really enjoyable run that's probably I would say probably the most enjoyable run I've had yeah why was know, it, a long long why, time why was it enjoyable I think because you end up, you can sort of push the hills a little bit and then you can sort of roll off the bottom, uh, the back of them and it, it kind of breaks it up and it's, yeah, I don't know, I just enjoyed it. You you felt good in your 
your legs as well. Yeah, I felt yeah, I felt pretty good most of this week, to be honest. Uh, or sort of last week. Um, but yeah, but especially in that one. Those days are beautiful when they come around. Oh, yeah, exactly. When you you actually enjoy a run and you feel like yeah. it's not much effort. Yeah. yeah, hold on to those days. Well, yeah, one of the things actually Rob said to me for the start, so if there's days where you've got to pay, say, say for example, he said run, I don't know, six minute mile or whatever just for ease and you feel like you're really chill then those days don't come around often and you can run quicker so yeah that, that i mean, obviously wouldn't do that oh, all the time if, if you feel absolutely good absolutely loving that <laughs> yeah that was uh Rob, that I, was felt, I felt great today <laughs> i just i just went out and did 20 miles at 520 510 and felt great <laughs> 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 i basically no it's more more so probably in the math and like specific stuff when it's you're going to be tired a lot more um, like those harder days. So, no, um, yeah, it. so that was Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, um, so yeah, long run starting to build in distance a little bit. So I did 18 miles. So I did the first seven, uh, sorry, the first nine with Ellis. Um, and he's sort of just getting back to it. So the first um, first few were, I say a little bit slow, they weren't really that slow. Um, so it was 6.20. But actually, we went off like, uh, like a little trail sort of bit but it was really up and down you know those um like annoying steps we have to go down because it's so steep so there's a really a really slow mile in the middle and then um yeah the last nine i just did on my own so i ended up picking up a little bit so average six fifteens for that um, but actually if you look yeah if you take that mile out it's probably near a six tens um and again yeah felt pretty good so yeah just in structures and so that's my week 85 mile yes 85 yeah nearly 86 so is that progressing this week well, the week we're in. Um, I think it probably will because I'm uh, just thinking about it. The, I mean, the long run's the same. Most of it's probably the same. Uh, my steady's a little bit longer on Thursday. Then, um, yeah, I think I think most of the runs are the same. I think my recovery run on Friday is the same as well. So, yeah, it, it, it'll be there or thereabouts. Um, how long we got to Berlin? Uh, 20, I think it's 19 weeks this coming Sunday. So, um yeah, yeah. When people listen, it'll be nineteen weeks into the next Sunday. And you're planning on any races soonish, or you just wait until Antrim? Um, I'm. I've not got anything penciled in. Um, I send Rob a few races that potentially work, which are like local. Um, I think it. He said if I was going to do like a ten k or something, June would probably be be probably be better. Um, so I probably won't do anything before June. My last comment to make, Josh. I've got mine and yours 2022 20, distance next to each other. Josh Lunn, 1,139.9 miles. Myself, 1,140.5 miles. So you are one yeah. kilometre behind. I'm probably going to overtake you next week. You might as well go out tonight week. and do it. <laughs> anyway, solid week. Um, Matthew, let's go, to, let's go over to you. Talks through your last, well, not your last seven days, but last week's seven days. All righty, let's do it. Um, I'm going to just talk really slowly while I'm uh, gradually... Well, yeah, I was going to say, uh, if we can get as much detail as last week, that'd be nice. Um, listeners seem to enjoy your, your did we get any? Did we get any feedback from that? I'm always getting feedback, mate. Um, whether any of it's good, is another question. I mean, any feedback's good. Um, all right, Monday. 
25th? Yes, 25th. Yes. 9.07 miles, 7.34 pace, and that was for one hour, eight minutes. Um, I'm sorry, guys, I do not, I had the seconds as well, 38 seconds. Um, plus weight, a very enjoyable run. And that was at 6.30 a.m. on the nail. That was what I did Monday. Um, my coach is also just giving me single days as well, so it's quite nice of him. Tuesday. Do you have was... that? Do you have that internal discussion in your head? Same what? Do you like have like multiple personas and like pretend that you've got a coach and you do a little different voice to talk to yourself? I have got a coach. Yeah, he's a he's a right ball buster at times. Anyway, Tuesday, April twenty sixth. This was a morning run. Um. When and you're up running, you might just went, but I think you said your heart rate monitor broke. Is it, is it, is it bad now? Are it is, back? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my uh, my heart rate um strat went tits up, and uh, it looked like I was running threshold for some of this run at uh, at 721 pace, which is concerning. Um, <clears throat> so I changed the battery, it seemed to done the trick so this was yeah nine nine a bit miles plus some strides strides again a bit quicker now um and i did have some comments to say changing the battery um might help so thank you um a gentleman mr mr borrowers borrowers i think it's just burrows mate we'll go with it Borrows. Uh, thank you, sir. Um, sorry, I butchered your name. I could do other ones. So that was Tuesday. Wednesday um, Wednesday was a track session. So this was in the evening. So went to uh, Queensway, which is the local track of Wrexham, place of dreams. So the plan was Ks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so I did eight by K. One minute, uh, so I did a 200 meter jog, which is which was about 60 seconds. Kept it sort of rolling. Um, plan was to sort of hit around three minutes. Um, came along, didn't hit three minutes. Can't remember what I hit. Let's have a look. 254. So I was like, well, there we go. That's where we're at. So kind of kept him around there. So um, sort of went 54, 56 and just hovered around the 55, 55. And then I've actually got a little quicker, 52, a few 52s in there as well. Felt all right. Um, there was a football game, football game on, so I was dodging football, footballers and footballs. Um, well, it's really full, full pitch flat. in the middle, is there? Pitch in the middle, yeah. Um, in terms of like, effort, when you're doing those Ks, like you said, you want to hit three minute Ks, which is kind of 10K type pace. How did it feel like effort wise hitting 255? Yeah, they felt pretty comfortable. I think for me, if I can, if I can get, if I can get 10 in the bank and around that, generally, I'm in a, well, I'm in all right, Nick. You know, I can probably knock out a, a low 29, 
the 10k. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the plan is because I'm sort of focusing on a little bit of the fast stuff for the summer. If I can get 10 of them at 252 to 250, then I'll be in some good nick then. But overall, decent. I um I brought myself a, a cheap Garmin strap for my Phoenix 5 watch on Amazon. And um, don't do it, people. Every time I um, did a split, I um, my watch kept falling off. So I had to um, end, up, end up holding it in the hand because I don't know if you boys have the Phoenix, had the Phoenixes in the past. They're just really happy. Well, we'll have a discussion about watches when we come to my week. Might give you some options. Okay, fantastic. I'm excited for it. So it that was Wednesday. Uh, uh, yeah, I did eight, K, the eight, eight times a K, so that was decent. Uh, Thursday, Thursday evening, um, just over nine miles, plus some gym, went to the gym, pure gym. That was exciting. Um, every time I go there now, they keep breaking the, um, the leg press. Which is very frustrating because that's the only reason why I actually go to the gym is so I can do some isometrics for the Achilles. Um, so they keep breaking it for some reason. So um, sort yourself out, lads. That was uh, Thursday. Friday was eight miles plus hills. <clears throat> got, got the hills get up a little bit now. So uh, up to 20 seconds on the hills is so six times 20 seconds up. And then just a, a little shuffle down. Um, someone said that was a late run for me, so thank you. I like John. talking. I can pronounce that name quite well. Six forty-five. So John's uh, John's cracking the whip there on me. So he should. So he should. He should. Yeah. Um, so that was Friday, and then Saturday. Saturday session was. I broke up tempo, so I wanted to, obviously last week did the pacing job for the um, for the marathon, for Rex Marathon, so I wanted to um, do something a little bit quicker, but still sort of get that tempo feel going. So um, did it round the, uh, the marathon course, which was ideal because um, all the markers, um, Mike still got all the markers sprayed down um, on the road, so it was quite nice to actually see um, where they were in uh, in comparison with the old GPS. So the session itself was two by four k, um, and the, and then I did a one k float in between. So then part of me was thinking, if I Josh ran fourteen fifty three three. Part of me thought I was going to get a 5K and just say that to Josh, but I didn't. <laughs> I refused. Um, so I did two by four Ks. The Ks were, what were we saying? 250, I went 58, 57, 7, 7. Now, and then, a minute ago, we were talking about pace control um, and Josh having a range with pace control. You need a lesson on pace control from Matthew Flowers. On his first 4K, he's gone. 258, 257, 257, 257. Then his next block is gone. 256, 256, 256, 254. That's, that's pretty good. That's control. What was that, Josh? It's impressive. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Um, 
So it was a good session. I um, The plan is to do similar session, probably a little bit more broken up this weekend. Um, I think if I carried on, I probably would have ran um, around 30 flat for 10K, maybe just under. Um, felt pretty good. Um, kept it sort of nice and controlled. Um, and then the floats themselves. <clears throat> I'm still out of shape with the floats. The floats need to need to improve somewhat, but um, ended up to ended up bringing them down a little bit. So I think that's going to worry a few people. I've heard from a few listeners names yeah. that are coming for you. Ollie Lockley said he's coming for you. I think um, at Manchester. So yeah, it's exciting. It? Boys. Yeah, it's good to see all the broken boys back running. So, um, so that was Saturday, and then Sunday, I uh, I went to the forest. A little trip lovely, out, little forest, lovely little forest um, called the Dalamere. Um, it's about twenty three minutes from here. Isn't that Chris um, Chris Perry's favorite? Chris Perry's party? patch. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. He's he's you know he's he's everywhere at the moment. He's been San Fran. He's a uh, Opening his wings. Yeah. yeah, he is, yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, the last time I went to Dalmia, I actually ran with Chris, and I was trying to find um, the route that we did, because I think it was about a 10K route, but I couldn't sort of find it. Uh, I was broken up in places. Um, ended up running on some fields, which I didn't enjoy, um, with loads of sheep in. And uh, the sheep had loads of lambs, and I thought I was going to get sort of a massive sheep stampede um, attacking me, but it didn't, so that was all right. So, I don't think I've ever heard of a sheep attacking anybody, mate. Well, you know, they, I think there was a few of the um, few of the lads in there as well with them, so um, they can get quite frisky, can't they? There were some rams in with the sheep. sheep. Yeah. Surely not. I'll ask Ruth Jones well, about this. She'll verify it for me. Well, um, I, I saw some of the sheep, and they're pretty stocky. Uh, you know, you know the you know the, the the male sheep and they've got really big the big heads. Don't they have? I want to say they have horns. Do they have horns? No, they don't have horns. No, they do. Rams do, don't they? Um, well, I, some some do. Yeah, it depends on what uh, what flavour we're talking about. We need to get our resident expert shepherd on the show. Yeah, to we do. Yeah. This. So I didn't. Um, I kind of. Um, I didn't enjoy that bit, but it was quite nice actually took me back to you know when you're younger and you just you steal your long runs and fields and over sort of footpaths and stuff so so yeah it was good um got some nice salvation 50 miles in the bank uh 657 pounds and, um, and you broke your missus by the looks of it yeah um it's a lovely way of putting it um so yeah um <laughs> do you know what it's one of them isn't it like um Trail, like we're on the trails, like when you're younger, and I used to run the trails all the time, and um, it's it's a different feeling, isn't it, than when just going out on the roads, mm. and it does batter you. Like my legs Monday morning were just doms up to the max because it does it does batter your legs a little bit. Um, but yeah, it was nice to sort of mix up a bit. To be fair, yeah, and, I think I think you need to hit a few more trails, mate. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. Well, I, I said to Gina, I said, "Oh, we maybe try and um, 
try and get go there like you know once or twice a month just to sort of mix it up a little bit um so yeah so that's my week uh 71.94 miles solid let me dash through my week which is a bit up and down um so monday i think it's still the 25th kicked off i was in the office so i ran for the, the big man phil martin jogged down to to meet him did nine miles 705s he hadn't listened to last week's podcast at this point so i think i just repeated every story on the run for the podcast so when he did listen he was very disappointed they'd heard it all before so um didn't give him anything new but he's he seems happy to run for me because he's titled it lunch run with great scott so i'll take that from from big phil um lunch run with great scott yeah wow that's me um tuesday i wasn't so much great scott tuesday because well what happened tuesday is eliza by this point hadn't eaten for three days two and a half days she had a bit of toast i think on last week's show i was saying she was milking it a bit turns out she had tonsillitis so we went to the doctors um had to go get some of that penicillin stuff and she was on that so yeah she wasn't feeling great um I think it just tired me out all the running around and I've been up. She she woke up every hour. So anyway, I went to warm up for a session, did three miles and was like, nah. And I did think, shall I just carry on and do an easy run? But when, I've st- when I'd stopped and was about to change shoes, I just was too close to the car. So it was too... So I basically went to Morrison's instead and did some food shopping. So, that's a great, that's a great, that's a great that thing to do. That's a very different outcome to what I thought you were about to say. I thought, well, I went to change my shoes. I thought, oh, no, nah, I'm just going to get on with it. No. Um, <laughs> I like that. So, yeah, that was Tuesday. Wednesday, a bit better. Uh, got out in the morning for five miles on the on the trails, but it's actually just a grass path around the, the meadows. So, 721, so a bit slower. Um, it's a little bit hilly, a bit rutted. Afternoon. Finally got the session done, so went back to the cricket pitch, warmed up, 20 minutes, and I did five laps at threshold, which was 6.18, so just about six minutes of threshold. Then I did two lots of six times a lap, which are, well, the first block I did in 72s, and the second block I did in 70s, which is kind of what I wanted to do. Um, so a bit more speed this week than last week, I thought I'd add in some some vo2 type work um so yeah i mean that's roughly like a session of 2k and two lots of six by 400 essentially um so did that cool down 15 minutes all good however thursday i i was busy most of the day um Eliza by foot was feeling a bit better, but she still needed constant. I don't know. She she takes that penicillin stuff for anybody listening who's parent. They make this penicillin and it's bright it's bright red. 
so it stains everything it touches and obviously she doesn't like it so she's spitting it everywhere so anybody out there making penicillin if you could try not to make it bright red and some sort of pale color that'd be useful um so i'm sure we've got pharmacists out there who make penicillin Oh, I'm sure we have. I'm sure so, I'm just listening to this podcast. I'm sure. So Thursday, I I drove down to cricket. I wasn't going to run at the cricket pitch. I was going to run out from the cricket pitch and do like a 10-mile loop on the roads. And I wasn't really feeling it. So I thought I'll do a couple of laps just to warm up and then I'll head out. I'm just, I was just knackered. And I did 15 minutes and again, just got in the car and went home. I just... There's just no point. I just was drained. So I thought, well, um, I'll head home, go have some sleep, and next day is a new day. So next day was a new day, and I went back to the cricket pitch. Lots of cricket pitch running this week. Um, I did a 10-minute progression, I think. I think it was. Um, well, I actually did 11. I think I actually did eight laps. Did that eight laps steady, eight laps a bit steadier than eight laps hard. So first eight laps was eleven twenty six, then I went eleven oh three, then I went ten twelve. So if you compare that to the recent weeks, I was running the other week I was doing sort of five twelve for four laps. So I've just done five oh six for for doublet. So it's coming together slowly. Um Who's getting fit? That was Friday morning. Friday evening, went for a little jog with Ben Heron from Langtoft, who he put on a pair of sunglasses and called them sun gigs. Not Nothing much. ever surprises me with that man. Like, he, ever. he seemed to think it was a thing, but it definitely did not. Um, so we tried a little trail that failed and then we just did an out and back. So it looks like the most boring run on earth because it's straight down a road, turn around and come back. Um, and I gave him a little pep talk ahead of Langtoff 10K, which he was racing on Sunday. Um, I thought he could run 31, 30 to 45. And he did. He ran 31, 44. So that was Friday. So that was five miles, seven twelves. Saturday, got out in the morning, did 80 minutes at 6.54s. I will say, I don't think Invincibles are made for a run that's over... 45 minutes I just feel I don't I don't really like the feel of them after and it, when you try to run I don't know a little bit steadier or a bit longer they're just too soft and too unstable I think 100% they're like more the, the, I do I do I, I did I used to have a pair and I thought they were alright but for I don't know it's just something about them I just don't like I like them for a 30-35 minute recovery run that's about it. Yeah, I think so. It's a lot of chunk in it. Yeah. I don't feel... mind them running a little bit quicker, but yeah, anything under probably six is five forty five is probably is too fast. Well, I'm mm. six fifty four, mate, so a lot slower. Oh. But <laughs> it was more the time. It was like eighty minutes. I just feel a bit I don't know. I just prefer something a bit more old school. Anyway, I skipped over on Friday, Matt. I forgot to talk about my watch. Um, got a message from the, um, the good people of Polar who had listened to the show and listened to issues with 
heart rate monitors and stuff. So they sent me a new H10 and the new Polar Pacer Pro watch. So have to get you on, on one of them, mate. And then go and send you one. Where's mine? Sort your heart rate out. Come on, boys. Well, we'll see what we can do. Um, anyway, it's good little watch. Lightweight. You said your Phoenix, whatever you've got, is heavy. This is lightweight. Um, yeah, I like I like this I like the Phoenix, um, but it's a heavy one. Is it is it Phoenix or is it Phoenix? It's Phoenix, isn't it? Actually? Yeah. Anyway, Phoenix is it? They're not sponsoring. Yeah, I believe so. They're not sponsoring or giving <laughs> us anything. So let's talk about Polar, who gave me a watch. Um, but no, it's 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 an improvement on the one I had before. The main difference I've noticed is the battery life. I haven't had to charge it yet. Well, I think I charged it yesterday. Um, I charge it, mine every day. Yeah, this has 35 hours in GPS, I think. Question is, has it got music? No, so that's the one downside still. No music. Mm. Yeah, um, but it's got everything else. It's got heart rate. Heart rate's good. It's light. Um, does a million other things I haven't done with it yet, but seems good so far. So that's what happened Friday. Um I talked about Saturday. I'm night. happy for you, mate. That's great news. We'll okay. sort you out. We'll get you. We'll get you there, Matt. Um, then Sunday I didn't run because I had a yeah a bit of a shocker as we didn't record either. Just was went down to Suffolk. Was here, there, and everywhere. Um, didn't manage to run Langtop 10k, so left for Suffolk at nine o'clock. Um, so yeah, we were you still planning on doing that uh, 10k, Aaron? Um, no, <laughs> I was I was going to go run it as part of my long run and watch people, but yeah, I didn't have the time in the end. Family life, mate. Um, I need to sort my priorities out. But sounds sounds terrible. That was all right. Suffolk was good fun. I'm. I tell. We'll, we'll come to my week this week. Running in Suffolk is so much better. Matt was talking about trails on on Monday. I did ten miles on the trails. Didn't see a car. Ran some gravel paths which don't exist around here, and it's just beautiful, so much better. Um, anyway, that was my week. I want to say it's like 56 miles potentially. I could, I can't see it, so I'm going to go with 56, 57. Um, but yeah, I just need to build into a race. I need to take inspiration from Bradley Croker, I think. He took it nice and disciplined for eight weeks, followed a process and knocked out a low sub 30. So that's my my plan. I'm growing my hair like him, so maybe I'll get the rest of me. He was, like uh, he was getting emotional, wasn't it? Yeah, it's an emotional time, mate. Um, it's an emotional time. Fair play to him. I didn't think he was going to run that quick. But yeah, that's, that's, that's the week. Um, Elias is feeling better, so back in nursery this week because that was the other thing she missed she couldn't go to nursery so then I had less time um, my question is on that do you have to still pay for it when she doesn't go to nursery yeah of course you do that would be yeah I'd be so annoyed about that yeah but what you, do, you have to you, do, you have to pay for it when she doesn't go to nursery well yeah because they've booked the numbers haven't they they could have had um, someone else in there couldn't they fair enough would you have I to think... give them like 24 hour notice you're talking to the wrong person. I mean, 
I think Jenny phoned them. I think I don't really know. Um, I just I just roll up and pick her up. That's my job. How much is it for nursery day? Quite expensive. I think like full day, something like sixty pounds there. Is it? Yeah, sixty seventy. Wow. I don't know. I think ours is a bit cheaper actually. Um, yeah. Anyway, enough nursery talk. Um, Weston's wise words. Is he giving us anything, or has he had enough of us? They got in. They got in a little bit of less detailed, which, to be honest, I think is a good thing for me because I can't even read them out properly. So, um, um, I did get a, a listener comment. Um, I shared a picture of Eliza reading an owl book look at, at the weekend on Sunday. Yeah, and a few people said she's probably doing a better job reading that than Clarity does of Western Wise Words. <laughs> That's what it's all about, though. Yeah. Uh, we do have one um, from the man, um, the myth, the Western. Um, so here he goes. Um, so Western Wise Words this week. Uh, short but sweet. Um, when you are training, practice breathing just out of your right lung because the left one is 10% smaller. Just try that. Try that for a second. It's impossible. Try breathing out your right alone. I'm trying it now. I don't think he was he was being serious. I think he was having a bit of a joke with you. I'm just going to leave that there. I'm just going to leave that there. But so. hopefully now everyone on their run is trying to breathe out their right lung because that'll be an interesting sight. Um, I've got a couple of rants actually. Should we go through them first of all? My biggest rant is why don't other runners, mainly cyclists, why don't they say hello to you when you go past them and say hello? Why why are people so Yeah, busy? I hate that. I mean you're talking cyclists. Mainly cyclists, I would say. Especially a large group of them. And they'll fly past you and you'll be like, morning. And then quite often you just get nothing back. To be fair, I normally just go for the the casual just raise my hand, not a wave. Yeah. Just an acknowledgement. But it's also, there was, it was actually worse during lockdown. I think we had a lot of new runners. It's worse when you you sort of look up, you make eye contact, and then they put their head straight down and just keep running. It's almost like no one wants to speak to each other anymore. You need to live in, in North Wales. That's Are you high-fiving? You need to do. I'm wishing everyone a good morning. Yeah, I bet you're like really enthusiastic as well about it. Just, I'm wishing everyone a good morning. Hope you're I well. The best good morning person I know is Matthew Bowser. He does it very enthusiastically. He's I'm like, totally shout, shouts at anybody, whether they're looking or not. They might be about a mile away. But still- I always find, if you, I don't know what it is, but if you if you just say good morning, it makes, it makes like, I feel better for it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I agree. But I just, there's a lot of people who just don't give anything back. And, and to be honest, if no one gives it back to me, I think I'm, I think I'm okay with that. Do you not? See, I get a bit passive aggressive with it when I don't say good morning back. I'll mumble something like, well, it's not good morning then, I suppose. You just take I just, it on the chin. I just, I just take it on the chin <laughs> and just say good morning. You know what? If, it, if they don't, if they don't um, say it back to me, then I'm okay with that. It's fine. Cool. Well, that was my running related rant. My second rant is, well, it's not really a rant. It's more of a observation. Why are we still calling these Mondays we have off bank holiday Mondays? Why, why do the banks get all the glory? Like, 
it's not really relevant anymore. Just give it a name. Why don't we call it a proper name? Like May Day's fair enough, but Bank Holiday Monday. Nobody understands yeah. it. Is it actually related to banks? It must be. This might be this might be a stupid question because I I never even put two and two together there. What do you think it related to then? I'd never honestly I'd never thought about it. You just um I mean it's when they were closed. Um so it's what it's do you want to call like do you want it like America where they call different things like uh, Labor like Day Patriots Day and Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should have that. Thanksgiving. We don't even have St. George's Day. St. George's Day is not even a public holiday. It's a joke. True. And we have less of these public holidays than other European countries. So they need to start. I'll tell you what, though. I'm I'm quite enjoying them. Whatever we want to call them. I'm enjoying them. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it. I I think we need more, but we should call them names. So um, looking forward to the juggernaut bank holiday. so that's what we'll call one. We'll name one up. The Juggernaut. Yeah. Fantastic. I like that. Right. That's enough rants. Um, I've had actually a few listener questions come in. I put a post out 15 minutes before recording because that's how um, organised I was today. Um, and there has been a couple of questions come in. I did like, do you know what? I'm going to read it for you, Matt. It's from Shane Robinson. Because I tagged, there was a picture of um, Shane, Ronnie, and um, and Skelly who who ran a five k in Battersea at the weekend, and I used their picture in the in the post because it's good facial expressions. They all ran, they all training partners, all ran fourteen twenty three, all three of them. That's packing. Um, anyway, Shane's question was, I'll ask you to you. I actually asked Josh, if he's still there, as an independent adjudicator. Who would, who would win in a fight? Ten Aaron-sized ducks or one horse-sized Clousy? Oh, Clousy. 100%. I would nip away. There's, there's a fair big weight advantage coming behind one of them kicks or punches. There we go. It's answered it. But, um, but then the ducks fly. Yeah, I'd be all over you, Matt. Mm. <laughs> Absolute. Imagine, imagine two of me. If one of and then the dogs can get in like the eyes and everything. I was a bit Especially, like a, I was a bit like a wasp, wasp when I played football, just buzzed around and annoyed people. Imagine if he's, mo- if he's moving change. anything like um like the last few miles of London Marathon when he when he debuted, <laughs> he might not be that oh. hard to take down. <laughs> oh, that, that was an easy, that was an easy take down. That was um. Yeah, a bit harsh you, Josh, to bring back those memories from that. <laughs> um, Ian Connick, opinions on double threshold days compared to Matt's philosophy of keeping it simple. And do you know what? I've had enough of this. There's so. Why are people like every, Josh? You're one of them. Why is everyone jumping on this bandwagon? Double threshold. It's like this. Is like this brand new revolutionary thing that's going to make you a, a like an amazing runner. It seems like everybody tries. Like if you're if you're working full time, who's who can do double threshold days and recover? I would argue. Um, <laughs> I, I, all I'm going to say on the matter is, I saw a brief outline of my chain of rebellion. So I think I've got one coming. But that's a special block, right? Yeah. You won't be double thresholding. 
you'll be marathon pacing, I imagine. It's yeah, maybe actually. And I still yeah. think what do you that's mean? What do you, what's, 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 the difference, what's the difference between a special block and a, a double well, threshold day? The special block. Two blocks seconds up. in a day, yeah? Yeah, but it's not running, thresholds running harder than marathon pace. Oh, uh, uh, you're saying, yeah. okay, I get what you're saying. So, um, I, I mean, personally for me, I don't get why athletes are doing it. Is it the whole Canova um, idea, is it, of, and it's kind of just snowballed? Yeah, so Canova does them for, <clears throat> slightly different to the marathon special block, he does do them for his 10K, 5K athletes, which are a bit quicker. I think Northern Arizona, um, Mike Smith does it a lot with his, is Mike Smith, isn't it? Does it a lot with his team out there. They do it pretty much week in, week out in the, the winter, I think. Um, but yeah, it just seems, I think they appeared on Strava and it's just one of those things like it's become fashionable, I think. Um, but without any sort of understanding of maybe how to do them. I think if you do them, you need to be disciplined and hit threshold, not go harder. Yeah, I think, um, I know with what Canova does, well, I've, I've seen a few examples of what, he's, what he does as far as prescribing two sessions whereby the morning session is, I can't remember what session it was. I think it was something along the lines of, 10k tempo at maybe 10 maybe 10 20 seconds or maybe even 30 seconds slower per mile than your 10k pb or something like that yeah well then you talk about the session you talk about the one that the swiss guy did potentially yeah um whatever his name is Vanders. i think um, it's fine i think it i think it's fine um if You've got the time to do it, firstly. And secondly, if you, like you say, you're extremely disciplined, I think it's all about the intensity and what you want to get out of that session. If you want to build uh, a strong aerobic engine and you want to um, go into a little bit of anaerobic, then, yeah, that's fine. You're going you're gonna to gain some fitness there, aren't you? But then if the, the idea of that session for the week, if it's an interval session, if it's to gain fitness it was gained turnover and it's to gain pace then again you can still get that from the session but it all depends on what your aims and your goals are yeah you've got to be very disciplined also in the recovery between um i listened to the the vanders one and all the athletes who sort of spoke on camera were pretty much finish session go home sleep eat sleep a bit exactly. more sit around and then come back and do it again not do session, come home, look after the kids, do some work at desk, go into town, do some shopping, and then go back out. Um, it's just it doesn't work. Like we're all, like we're all Joe Blogs. Do you know what I mean? Like for Joe Blogs, all we want is um, a couple of sessions a week, one or two sessions a week. Everything else easy running. Yeah. You're going to get some success from that. You're going to stay injury-free. You're going to be exactly. healthy. It's, that, it's, it's risk versus reward at the end of the day. Like You're stressing your body that much. There's massive risks to, to overdoing like what, it. What do we want to do at the end of the day? Is you want to lace up our shoes. We want to get out the door and go for a run. That's all we want to do in a sense, isn't it? 
on the day-to-day. And then if we can do a session, great. If we want to do any sort of tempo running or whatever, great. But that's what we want at the end of the day, isn't it? Be able to go outside and enjoy what we do. Yeah, exactly. I think that's that's well said. Um, cool. That's list of questions. Um, I'll read our Patreon. Um, I've only put one in again this week. There's a few more, so I just need to put I need to put a spreadsheet together of the ones I've read out because I need to cover the ones I've missed. Um, but I know this this person's new on board from a couple of weeks ago. So Sean Sean Darney, he's from Whitham in Essex, home of Ollie Murs potentially. Um, like any of his his songs, Ollie Murs. I, I don't think I could tell you. I don't think I could tell you an Ollie Murs song. Josh what? doesn't know who Ollie Murs is. All he knows is Dave. He's too young. <laughs> he's twenty one. He likes to think he's too young, but he's literally like he's thirty this this month. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Anyway, back to Sean. I'll remind you, don't you worry. Sean's got PBs of 17, 28, 36, 19, 77, 14, which I think was the other week at Chelmsford half, and 2.51.06. So I think he's got some, some minutes to come off that marathon. Absolutely. Um, facts I found from Sean is he likes a good picture of the trails. He potentially has a daughter. He's got a picture where he's, he's styling the one calf guard look so instead of two compression sort of socks he's just got the one on the left we've all we've all done it um, let's be honest and he's maybe a fan of lilt how good is lilt do you know what lilt and dr pepper best drinks ever i have yeah, a the tropical one yeah yeah so we pineapple oh, and grapefruit yeah. or something i don't have one in ages i saw the picture on his Strava, yeah, tremendous. Like, I need to go get some milk. I tell you, I tell you what, it's good as well. Fizzy Vimto. It's very, it's very northern. Is it? I don't know. I just want to say it feels like it is. So they have okay. Vimto down south. Probably. I've never had a fizzy. I've never had a fizzy Vimto. You know, I've had a fizzy Vimto. Oh, <laughs> no. I've had a cheeky Vimto. <laughs> oh, what yeah, makes it cheeky? Vimto. I can't remember, mate. Some sort of alcohol. Um, right thanks thanks anyway Sean legend um, if you want to support the show head over to patreon.com forward slash inside jogging podcast it does help um, yeah keep us going keep us motivated we sometimes yeah helps us record a show on time potentially not on Wednesday night which again is my fault um, should we go to the news plenty to go through actually um we'll start over in the states peyton jordan invitational there's a couple of brits running out there we'll start on ten thousand. charles hicks bettered dave bedford's 51 year old under 23 10 000 meter record with a 27 40 you see that race anybody no i didn't actually i saw the results but i didn't i've not seen the race Five college guys broke 27.50. That's mad, isn't it? It's getting silly, isn't it? Um, it is getting silly. Some, some double threshold days. Maybe. Could be. Maybe that's what it is. Um, there was PBs in the 5,000. Scott Beatty around 13.31. Ben Bradley, I saw, was over there around 13.49. Not sure if that's a PB. Might have sneaked one. 
Um, Melissa Courtney Bryant, which is Melissa Courtney Bryant now, 15.25. So solid racing in the States. Was there anybody else running? Have I missed anyone? There's a few races on. I think that's it. Um, yeah, nothing springs to my mind. I feel as if, though, like, do you know what I did see? There's, was there Drake? Drake, there was something on. The one result. Pen relays. Pen relay. Callum Elson, who we spoke about the other week. I want to say he ran 13.47 for 5K, something like that. Then came back the next day and he won the mile race. A pretty big mile race. He won in 4.03.02. But it was a pretty, it was like a pro mile race. And this is a guy who was playing football two years ago. So it's impressive. Clearly yeah. very talented. <laughs> it's finished. He had a good kick on him. Um, anyway. Was, was, that a fo- was that a football intended pun? <laughs> No, it wasn't, but I like it. Yeah, very good. We'll add in a race from this Monday. Uh, Vitality, 10,000, London 10,000 was on. On Monday, um, all eyes on Mo Farah in the in the men's race. But he got, he got upset by a club runner, as the media put it. Ellis Cross took the win. 28.40 ahead of Mo Farah in 28.44. Mo Ardan, similar time to Mo, I think. So also 28.44. Chris Thompson just behind him. What did you make of that? Big win for Mellis, wasn't it? Yeah, very big win. He looked, he looked good as well. Did you see um, you seen the splits as well? It was the last 5K. Yeah, so he went and through 14.06 in. for the last 5K. There you go. Impressive. It'd, wow. just been, it'd been in Fort Remote, hadn't he, for a few weeks before that. Um, but that's a big PB for Mellis on on the road. Back. He's probably run similar on the track there, is he not? Yeah, not much. I think it's also a PB, but it's very similar, which <laughs> makes it more funnier that the media picked up on it. I think I've seen him be called a shoe salesman um, because he paid to enter it. He wasn't on the elite start. Yeah, I think it's a sub-29 for the elite start, isn't it? Yeah, it was, but I don't think it's sub-29 if it was a couple of years ago. Good win from Ellis. Good to see him. Yeah, very good. Um, what should we make of Mo? Is he done? I think I mean, he said he's. I think he said himself he's done, didn't he? It's one of them, isn't it? Like you know, he's he's coming up to forty. Like he's still running under twenty nine for a ten k. When you put it like that, yeah. I mean, he's done of being you know Olympic champion but he's still knocking out some good times at his age yeah exactly and I, I don't think it's off that much training um yeah from, from what i've seen the bits you see you can always pick you can always piece together one whether someone's in shape or he's been doing a lot of sessions on treadmills by the looks of it um he, yeah i think i don't think he's had the best build-up into it but um it's still it's a good impre- run in it. It's it's like if, if he was a vet 40, would he have broke the world record for Tanke on the road? I don't know that. We'll find out for next week. I think that's what Bradley yeah, Craig is going for, no, isn't it? Yeah. Or is he going for the, <laughs> the Australian? The vet 42 Australian with black no. hair from Canberra. <laughs> yeah. <Very good>. um, <laughs> anyway, uh, in the women's race, Ailish McColgan to resign up for the Radcliffe's 30 21 uh, British record, but she 
was just outside in in 30-23, but 16 second improvement on her mum's Scottish record. She's she's been flying, isn't she? I I actually her five k the other week. Apparently she had COVID about four six weeks before, so she's bounced back quickly from it. And yeah, if she does fancy doing a marathon, it's going to be a quick one, I think. Um, yeah, it's a fantastic race. Behind her was Jess Piazeki, thirty-one twenty-eight, and Sam Harrison, thirty-one forty-four. I don't think they went with it, did they? Because I think Ailish went out pretty hard from the gun. So, yeah, I don't know if you two watched. I, I was watched. She basically went out with the men, like the lead men. She went out with the lead men. Yeah, I mean, yeah, with you, two, you, you, the K in, she was in sight. Wow. There you go. Um, that's right, I've got your stats for you. Got them. He's he's got he's got a long way to go. What is it? <laughs> for the vet, is it highly? Highly. Um. So this is a t- it. Just says ten k run now. Whether that's on the track, I don't know. Um. But Legat's got the um. The oh, vet of course, forty. Yes. Twenty uh, twenty seven forty seven. <laughs> that must be track. No, it wasn't. It was. It said it was Manchester. Manchester ten k. That would that's be actually, that's in America, isn't it? No, Manchester, England. It says. Oh, really? I seem to remember yeah. this, but I can't remember it being 2015. Yeah, I have to do some research. So that's before Super Shoes, too. Yeah. Mm. Madness. Here's madness, old Bernard. Um, Fantasy Five K. There was a another sort of surprise win. Toby Cook. Um, he ran, I think it was a 32-second PB, I want to say. Um, and he took the win in, I would be good if I had the time in front of me. It was sub-14, wasn't it? <laughs> Anyone help me out? Anyway, he beat Jacob Allen, who ran 14.06. Josh will get his time in a while, I'd say. Oh, Alex Petra, 14.09. Oh, yeah, 13.58. I do have the time. Um so yeah, sub fourteen. It's a quick, it's a quick loop that Batsy Park loop. Josh, Josh knows it from his, his London days. I ran there last night actually. There you go. Um, it is bizarre, isn't it? Because they had that comeback five thousand at Batsy Track, which is next door, and everybody was sort of thirty seconds slower than they were on the road loop around the outside bit. So that's saying something in itself. Um. Holly Dixon took the win in the women's 1604. Um, Louise Small was second, 1628, and Megan Marchant in 1629. Isn't that sounds like uh, Harry's wife, um, Megan Markle? Anyway, I digress. Race for victory 5K. Josh, you were on the on the scene as our roving reporter. Any comments yes. on on the runs? Um. Well, I mean, yeah, I think Jay was always going to be the favourite going into it. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you know the course. It's sort of that downhill for a little bit. And then there's uh, there's quite a vicious hill, um, probably about 3K. And then it, it, yeah, sort of pretty flat. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty quick night. Um, yeah, Jay took the win in 13, 58, 59. Um, and, yeah, I mean, he, he, he looks pretty good. He's, he's obviously front run that just completely solo, so... Um, and Alex Brown. 
Say that again, sorry. Finish the results and I'm, I've got a rant. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, and Alex Brown was in second. So, um, yeah, he, he sort of came through a little bit more. It's quite hard to watch that loop because it's so busy. Um, you can't really get across the course. But yeah, it was good. Uh, was, that, was that because you had all your fans and students around <laughs> you? Um, anyway, Alex uh, Brown. I was going to say, we had, had a few uh, podcast listeners actually there. Shout out to them. There we go. Um, Alex Brown, 14-17. Thomas Bridger, 14-22. Top three. I'll read the women's then you can round about. Danielle Hodgkinson, 15-50. For Ellie Wallace, 15-59. And Anna Brace Girdle, 16-09. To complete the podium oh. in the women's. Um, Matt, are you going to rant? Yes. Um, so my rant is... Um, can people celebrate when they finish a race and not have to stop their watch when they finish? Like, who's, this, who's this referring Jake, to? Oh, Jake, Jake Smith ran a fantastic race. Um, hats off to him. Solar run, sub-14, fantastic. Coming down the home straight stretch, like people either side, massive crowds, really exciting. Jake sprinting down. Got crosses the line. First thing he does, stops his watch, and all the pictures are him with his hand on his watch, stopping his watch. Josh, it's like celebrate. I, uh, Josh has obviously modelled his run off Jake Smith because I I put it on our Instagram last week. I cut a video out of of like a couple of seconds before the line. Josh is fiddling around his watch to try and stop it, and yeah, does exactly the same thing. He's just stopping his watch. And at London Marathon, they specifically tell you, don't they? they? Do. If you win the race and you're stopping your watch, you ain't getting your prize money. That's where you always used to say, didn't it? I've done it before. I've done it a few times, to be fair. Yeah. Um, we all have. But... It's almost, I, I think it's almost like um, instinctive reaction. Not if you've won as many local races as I have. You know how to celebrate. You've got celebrate. I've, won, I've won one race, right? Gloucester 10 miles. Course record harder as well, by the way. Um, and I definitely, definitely, definitely didn't that? celebrate. It didn't uh, even lift your hand to give it the no, one nothing. finger. No. Well, give funny story about that. Actually, planted one finger. Funny story. They they actually missed me finish, and they asked me to run back through so they could get a photo. <laughs> no, good that is. Yeah. Too like fast, that. mate. Um, I suppose that leads me to my rant. Why can't people just race? You know. Just do some racing to win. Everyone's obsessed with going to these looped courses to run a PB. What's happened yeah. to racing? Totally agree. Yeah, it's doing my head. It's in. like I, I, I think it's one of them. Is there's been so many races that have been carved out of COVID, which I think you know, which is great. It's, yeah, I get it, which that, is yeah. great. Yeah, totally get that. But when you think about these loop courses and it's it's almost like people are so obsessed with running times now. It's like it's taking the enjoyment out of the sport as far as just going out and just competing against other people. And the amount of times I've listened to older athletes speak about their careers, they don't remember the times. They remember the wins. They remember the races where they competed. That's when you get your memories from. Like running a, a fast time and coming... 40 seconds you're not going to remember it um it's all well and good like there's a time and place for it but yeah i mean i i'm not i'm not here to knock it i i i love what 
podium and Battersea and all those guys are doing Cheshire. Um, but I think I saw podium this week have announced a race where they're doing a five, 10 K and a half marathon. Uh, really? Do we need a half marathon round a, a K lapped course? Is that what we I'd need? Bloody, I'd bloody love that. I can't lie. Yeah, but why? Why would you love it? I, I'm probably guilty of exactly what you just said. But what, I like what, you just want to run a fast time rather than mm. win a race. Uh, I think it depends on the level of the race. If it was a really, really low-key race, then yeah, I would. Why? I find that is probably more satisfying to me. Don't you like the competition of racing? That's what the sport is, surely. Um, yes, but I think I personally find if it was a really, really small race and the, the competition was less, less intense... It's probably less, yeah, I don't know, less yeah. um, pleasing to win, if that makes yeah. sense. So that I'd rather sense. go to a big race and come 50th and run an absolutely massive PB. Mm. Yeah, maybe you need to hone your racing at local races. And when yeah. you're ready I for the big boys, racing. when you're ready exactly. for the big boys, then jump in and compete you for the win. You us know, Josh. Um, right, mid-Cheshire 5K, Um I suppose that's not a lap. It's one lap, isn't it? So it's not. It's not really a lap. One course. lap, yeah. Um, I'll let him off. Um, however, I still don't quite understand why people are travelling three and a half hours to do a five k. Um, when there's, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to plug. I'm going to plug this race. It is a fantastic. I, it, yeah, it, it is fantastic. Great. But these races, Mike and Hallam put on a good race. They seem to have snowballed, haven't they? Do you think they're too busy? Because Avar certainly got too busy. I don't know if some of them are getting. I don't. I personally don't enjoy it when you're you're. Let's say you're trying to run fourteen thirty ish, and you've got seventy people around you, like elbowing you and shoving for position in a five k road race. It's just not. That's not enjoyable for me. But anyway, I suppose this isn't quite that. But anyway, we'll go into the actual results before I keep running. Dave Devine took the win, 14-19. Ahead of Cameron Bell, 14-20. And James Nocton, 14-21. I think James is potentially 17. Dave told me he was 16, but might he might be 17 now. But either way, pretty impressive for a youngster, 14-21 on the road. Um, and in the women's, Lily Partridge, clear winning 15-46 from Amelia Samuels. 1601 and Molly Williams 1606. There was a, a V45 third place all time, Kirsty Longley 1648. Pretty rapid for a V40, Vet 45 female. Um, any more plugs for Mid-Cheshire for Mike? I'll get across it. Was his, it was his birthday, um, actually, the other day. So happy uh, happy birthday, Mike. I That's won't uh, say what his age is. That's commitment, isn't um, it? Birthday month. very good for his age. Birthday month, putting on a marathon and a 5K. Exactly. He loves the sport. That's what it's all about. What a guy. 
Um, last 5K result came in from Germany. Emil Caress ran 13.38 on the road in the Adidas Adi Zero Road to Records event. So I think another event like the Asics one last week, which was just showing off their shoes. Uh, any thoughts on those races? I mean, I didn't even know what happened. I literally yeah, just... I think... Uh, I was going to say, I, I think... Um, the Adidas aren't the greatest at sort of getting that information out because I think this happened with their last one as well, didn't it? Yeah, well, Kajelcha ran 12.53 and Camelli ran 12.55. So, pretty quick race. Yeah. People are running self-thirteen minutes on the road. It's It's nuts. That's so fast. It's so fast. I don't even know what it is in K's. Was it 240s? No, quicker. <laughs> Way quicker. Two, 235. 235. 235. 235. Um, yeah. It's 1355, right? Something like that. Um, 1255. Madness. 235K on the road. Wasn't that what Josh went out of a week on his 5K? Oh, yeah. True. Um, <laughs> I'll wrap up a couple of results on the road. Uh, Belfast Marathon. Paul Pollock took the win, 2.16.13. Um, he was eight minutes clear ahead of Conor Gallico and Gary O'Hanlon. Um, I think Paul's PB is 2.10.25. So, obviously a way off that, but not a bad solo run from Paul, probably. On it's another a hilly course as well, isn't it? Yeah, it starts in that park, doesn't it? Which is where they used to do the downhill mile, Mizuno downhill mile back in the day. Do you remember nice. that? Um, I do. So, yes, strong run from Paul. I had a listener message in who said the guy in fourth place, I think, Gareth King, 227, he ran, a week after he set the Irish 100k record of 647. Wow. That's back. It's backing up, that is, isn't it? Fantastic. Um, in the women's Gladys Gagnon, of North Belfast Harriers at the win in 243. Gillian McCrory, 252, and Natalie Hall, 254. I want to say the prize pot of this race is pretty handy. I think second got two grand. So nice. not a bad little day out for for a couple of people. You know, guy in second, 225, picking up a couple of grand. Not bad day's work. Um I will give a shout out, I have already, to Langtoff 10K, which was won male and female by Aaron Scott coached athletes, Ben Heron, 31-43, and Philip Taylor, 39-49. So, big win for Ben. The Heron is flying. That's all I'll say. Um, the Heron's flying. There we are. Right. Let's wrap this up. Matt, what's going on next week? Well, considering we're halfway through it, um, not so much. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah I keep forgetting when it's Wednesday um, recording another podcast I assume in a couple of days yeah um, Josh just been to London as we've heard yeah anything else been happening yeah. yeah I don't know if you realise I um, had a work conference this week um, I might announce I might have um, yeah mm. yeah fuck it I'll uh <laughs> I might have a new uh, job pending announcement soon. So I'll leave it there. Um, but yeah, exciting. Um, so if you're not connected well, with Josh, make sure you connect on LinkedIn for the updates. Precisely. Yeah. And on that note, congratulations on your uh, promotion, Aaron. Thanks, mate. 
I am. So that so that one popped through right there. Have you finally got a job now? Well, I said, do you know what? I didn't realise that if I changed it, I was in LinkedIn. I got I was on LinkedIn for something to do with work. I thought I've just changed my job title. I didn't realise there's like a a feed like Facebook, and then loads of people start commenting. I don't use LinkedIn, and oh, it's a different world. Have, have you actually had a change in job title? Or have you just given it to yeah. yourself? <laughs> no, I've got a change. Head off. Congrats. Congratulations, mate. Big dog in marketing. Well done, mate. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, for the for the rest of my week, I, I'm not doing too much. I might have... So I'm not actually here ne- uh, the weekend of my birthday. So I might have some early birthday celebrations. That's probably about... Yeah. You're not here? No. I, it's my best friend, um, his stag do. Uh, so I'm in Athens. Your best it's the friend. same weekend as Highgate. Who's your best school, friend? Yeah. My best friend from school. You can't keep popping out these new friends all over the place. <laughs> um, so when when's your birthday, sorry? It's a week on Sunday, the 15th of May. So it's my 30th. So if anyone wants to send me any birthday presents. So that's another sh- another show we won't be recording on time. Or maybe we should do it live from Josh's stag do. If it's, oh, a, if, if it's a live, it's the last time. Boys, boys, boys. I never miss it. You tell me a time I'm there. You were too busy wanting to go out on student night past five o'clock. Mm. Yeah, okay, on that, ex- on that exception. Um, anyway. Right. Aaron, what are you doing? Well, as, as we've said, I've only just realised we're halfway through the week already, so um, I will be busy doing some... I've got Friday off, actually. That's two days' time. Going to go to forest school. Do some forest stuff with Eliza. That'll be fun. Um, got a session to do. Maybe write some more training plans. All that coaching stuff. Josh, you're going to be my... Your new job announcement is to be my PA, isn't it? I would not wish that job on anyone. <laughs> you can reply quicker than I can. Anyway, um, that's a wrap. Oh, actually, any, is there any races coming up next week? This weekend, that listeners need to keep an eye. There's a race in America, isn't there? Is, he, is it the sand on, running? Sand running. Honestly. I don't know what I don't know what Brits are running, but I imagine there's a few because there's a few still out there. There's a five and a ten k, I believe. Um, good any good other, fields for them as well. Any other domestic races this weekend? I can't think. Of um, there's an open race at Leckworth in Cardiff. Uh, the big That's one. That's all I'm aware of. Are you running? Gonna do an eight hundred? Oh no, I'm not. Well, right. I might um I might say if anyone needs pace in there to be fair. What through two hundred? Yeah, not very quick. Right, let's wrap this up, boys. Um speak again in a few days' time, which is Sunday. Cheers, boys. Yeah, sounds Cheers. good. Bye. Right.